In today's show, we're talking about overcoming your past. This is a deep one. Hi, it's Enzo. Welcome to episode 8 of series 2 of the Race Driver Coach Show. And like I said, we're getting deep today because we're going to delve in to your past. To your past, what's happened to you back in the day that might be affecting you right now. Because this affects a lot of us. Whether you're a race driver, a mechanic, an engineer, a team manager, a sponsor, a house cleaner. (laughs) It doesn't have to be anything to do with motorsport. But we know, and you know, that from time to time, we're allowing our past to control our now and our future, our destiny. And for race drivers, it seems to be a big problem for anybody who's trying to perform, for anybody who's trying to be happy in the moment and trying to create a life, and trying to perform, it's the past that's dragging them back. It's like baggage that you're dragging through life. And I've had a series of questions that all link to the past, but the one that really got me is this one. Without being specific, I have had the type of upbringing that has caused me to, as you say, underperform. As a kid, I have been shown and constantly told that I'm not worthy. And deep down, I think I believe it, especially when I'm in a high-pressure situation. How can I change the way I see my past so I can be who I know I can be? Now that gets you. That's from Will. Now I spoke to Will after this just to get a little bit more specific. And he's had the kind of life that he's had the crap beaten out of him, pretty much, mentally. By his parents, by his siblings, by people at school, people at college. And in his short life, he's 21, but still in that time, he's had everyone around him that has polluted his mind, that have made him feel less than he's worth. He's had situations happen, embarrassing situations happen, and people that are supposed to love him and support him bring him down, constantly feeding negative thoughts into his mind, comments, little negs all the time. And it's created the kind of mindset that has made him not believe in himself anymore. And he never has. So when he gets into a situation like he's on, on the grid, because he's a race driver, obviously, he's on the grid, he's in a good position, probably the best position he's had all season, and he fumbles it. Because re- and he's really nervous on the way up because he doesn't feel like he's good enough to actually finish the job. He feels like he was lucky to have do that lap time in qualifying, even though he did it. And it crumbles me to see people, because we've all lived this, right? To see people allowing their past to affect them in the now and to completely destroy their future and destiny and happiness and success, whatever it is that you want out of life. They're letting things that are just gone and they're injecting life into that gone stuff, the past, and bring it into the now and still living it over and over and over again. So they keep underperforming. Love that word, but it is. That's what they're doing. They're injecting life into the past, bringing it along on their shoulder, using it as a huge bag to take through life, and it's destroying them. It's destroying them in a way that they can't see day by day, but then you get these little moments where you need to do something, where you need to believe in yourself. You need to back yourself. 
in order to pull this off, whatever you're facing, but then that little voice in the background, whoever's it is, yours or someone who said it in the past, is there ready to bring you down and make sure you trip up. And then your confidence is knocked again, so you don't even try. You don't go full out, which is exactly Will's problem here. I'm seeing it all the time. And from my life, we've all had the same, right? We've had experiences that we don't normally talk about. But as a kid, I was violated by someone who should, should have known better. I had embarrassing times at school that stay with you for many years. And it's even worse now, obviously, because of social media. People can keep reminding you of it. And I tell you what. One thing changed my life because I got to my teens, parents had split up, didn't really care about it. I bummed school. I just said, right, school's out. I wasn't interested anymore. I flunked my exams, the main exams, some of them, on purpose by putting stupid answers, the most ludicrous answers you'd ever put, just to see if the examiner would give me an F or a U, unmarkable, ungradable. They never did. It was usually an E or something like that. But I didn't pass anything. I just bummed it on purpose. I was against the system because of what had happened to me. And then before I completely went off the rails, my parents introduced me, kinda introduced me, or gave me a shot to go and get my race license. They paid for the, the week that you go and get your race license. And then that just gave me a purpose in life and I dedicated myself to that, luckily. But that only lasted a tiny bit before the things started to come back. So I'm giving you an insight here just to me because we're all the same, right? We've all got stuff. Until I heard one rule, one belief, and this was in the 90s, and this set me on a different path. This took me from being a race driver to a life coach, and then coming back to be a kind of life driver coach, as I am now, mental, whatever you want to put it in, whatever bracket you want to put in. It's helping people perform at their best, helping people get what they want, contributing to others and making sure that they have the best tools to give them the best shot. All of a sudden, this one belief that I'm going to tell you now that I heard in the 90s changed my course. And the first thing I did, because I was in a relationship I wasn't happy with, racing was going pretty well, but I was in a relationship I wasn't happy with. I woke up one morning and I thought, I bet people around the world are feeling like me. They're waking up next to their partner, hating them <laughs> or hating the situation and just feeling so down and held back by this and so down and just, what's the point? And stuck because you don't want to finish it because what that might mean, you're like their family, you're going around in circles. So what did I do? My outlet was if other people are going through this, I want to help them. I'm going to set up a dating website. And I did. And this was back in 2004 when dating websites were still a bit taboo. A bit, really? You're going to go on to online for dating? Nowadays, it's normal. But I set this thing up and I tried to run it for two or three years. But I tell you what, when you're taking on something like a dating website and you're taking on dating direct and people like that, you need millions of people, members. I had maybe 10,000 members, but... That wasn't enough. Obviously, you need loads to make sure that every town is covered. Every 30-year-old blonde is covered in there or, or brown, brunette, black hair, whatever. All races. You've got to make sure you've got a selection for people. I couldn't do that. I need to spend them in it. Anyway, that's another story. But it showed that I just wanted to con contribute. Then I got into life coaching and came back. But it just showed that my past of seeing others go through similar situations or even empathizing with them and seeing that they could be going through that situation and me wanting to help was a much bigger driver than being a driver so I quit I quit motorsport there and then and actually 
if you see one of my recent podcasts or recent blogs or vlogs, you'll see a picture on there of me sat in the grass. That's the very moment, the very moment that I decided to give up racing. I never did a race after that event. That was it. Done. And somehow, luckily, somehow, the photographer caught that moment. And I see it now and I'm like, you know what? That, even though I was so depressed right then, because I thought racing's not going well, I'm with a team that keeps breaking down, where's this going? I'm like knocking on 30 years old now. And, uh, but it put me on a different, it's like that was a decision going on right there, what to do in my life. And the bigger calling was to help others. So that's when I started to study life coaching and get into mental coaching and all, it took me down that road and now I'm living my passion. Racing was just a journey. So all of a sudden, I took until then though, got over my past because I knew that all of that crap, all of that shit I went through created that one decision that gave me purpose in life to help, which was to help others. So all of a sudden, I'm really grateful for that person that did that to me back then. I'm really grateful for that situation that was embarrassing as hell. I'm really grateful for all the other crap that happened because it brought me to where I am or was at that particular moment and then I was released. And this brings me to the one rule that I heard at that particular time or just before that that really sat and made me change everything was everything happens for a purpose and a reason and it serves you. That's it. That is it. That one rule, that one belief that I heard somebody say on a tape, on a self-development tape, changed my life. Not instantly, but over time, it started to sit. And I started to say it more and more as I thought about the past, looked about it, let it affect me today at that time. Uh, the confidence levels, it was always, hang on a minute. I know I can't change. And this is what I want you to get, Will, and everybody out there. If it's the past, it's exactly what it says it is. It's the past. It's gone. Done. So there's two options for you right now. You can either change it, if it's something that can still be changed and rectified, or if not, you change the way you view it. You look back and you say, what can I learn from it? What did it provide me? How did it make me better? How can this information that happened to me back then, no matter how bad it is, help others, help me progress? And as soon as you take the the power of questions and make them ask questions that are actually going to help you, then you can start to take control. And that's what I did. And that's what I want you to do, Will. You now, right, your past has come up to this moment. You've asked me a question. I've given you some advice. It'll just maybe sit a little bit. You say, yeah, that's a nice idea, Enzo. But it's not until it actually really digests and you start to apply it. You start to say, okay, she, he did that to me back then. But thank God, say if it's a relationship, they cheated on me, say. They cheated on me, um, but you know what? Thank God, thank God they cheated on me before I got them pregnant or whatever happened before we got married because now I can find somebody who deserves me. Now I can find true love, something that will really fulfill me and someone else. I can give them everything, the next person, and I'll learn from that, and so it builds me. I'm stronger now. Thanks for that lesson. And all of a sudden, because you're changing the view of what's happened in the past, you're changing the feeling and you're actually seeing it for how it can serve you in the future. And you might think this is way away, far away from you being on the grid and fumbling the start, but it's not. It's all related. It's you 
allowing something, it could be a crash that you've had in the past. What happened? You had a crash at turn 11 of whatever, whatever circuit, and now I'm scared of fast corners. It's like, no, <laughs> there's a lesson there. You can't change what happened, because it happened. It cost a fortune to repair that car. But you can change the way you see it. Now, you know not to lift and turn at the same time. If it's a fast corner, you keep the power, you turn in and then gently come off if it's the right sort of car, because we spoke about this. So that's the past. It gave you a lesson. But the problem is people hold on to it and they have a flash of how painful that situation was. And then all of a sudden they just link up fast corner equals danger. Fast corner equals end of career. When actually it should say fast corner equals turn in and then back off. Gently. Take the speed in and keep the platform of the car low. Or if it's a slow, if it's not an aero car, then you slow down and then turn in. But not at the same time. So we've really got to take control. Everybody out there, we've really got to take control of how we view what's happened to us back then. Instead of picturing it really big in our mind and having it close and having it as our new filter that we look through in life. Because it's like spectacles, right? All these things, these beliefs, these rules we live by, this outlook and our past dropped in there, sprinkled over the top. That's how we look through. That's how we see life. And it goes through this filter and it creates our reaction to life, how we feel and how, what we do. But you take control of that filter. I call it the matrix. You've got these rules in this world that you live in, from your past, from what people have installed in you, from what you've heard, that role of being whatever happens, everything serves me and will help me. That's a role that is in my filter now. So when something happens, no matter how, if it's really painful in the moment, it is. But once we get over it, it's how can I use this? How can I use this experience to make sure that I am now stronger? It has now actually just gone here on my armor. It's made me stronger, it's made me wiser, and it's going to help me help others, and it's going to help me advance. I never want you to attach your identity, which is what you're doing, Will, your identity to the past. Because it is the past. Your identity is here and now. Who do you and the and the future? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to stand for? And does it match up with the goal that you want? Because you set a goal, but you're not might not be the same, the right kind of person to do it, right? So you've got to make sure who you are. But I tell you what, it's also people have got to be comfortable with not being good enough right now. <laughs> so if you are pole position all of a sudden. And you, you think, okay, I don't think my skills are that good in the race to hold it. That's fine. Let's just see. You don't need to clam up about it. It's like, let's just see if I am good enough. Let's give it everything, absolutely everything right now. Don't worry about everything else, what's happened in the past. It's what's about now. Really focus on what's got to be executed. Start. Warm up the tires. Start. First lap. Turn one, turn two, brilliant, go through, look up in the mirror, see if you're still in the lead. If you're not, how do I readjust? That's it. Stay right now. There's no need to have weight from the past. What your father said to you back in the day, echoing in your ear. If that happens, by the way, you can change it. If you used to have your father, your mother, your brother, someone, uncle, talking in your ear and it's a negative way and that's still, you can still hear it ringing. Change it to Mickey Mouse voice. Change it to the most ludicrous sounding voice so it's like it's laughable. I'm going to show you. Have a big fat chip on your shoulder for everyone. You see this quite often, successful people. Everyone that said that you couldn't do it, go and show them. 
go and show them. Say, right, I'm going to prove you so wrong and I can't wait to see your face. Instead of holding it, saying, oh, I don't think I am good enough. It's no, have that chip on your shoulder. Prove the buggers wrong. Get out there and you do it. And if you're not good enough, perfect. Because you'll get to the end of the race and you'll say, okay, I need to improve my starts. I need to improve this. But when it comes to you letting your, the ballast of the past holding you back, that's no good. Be in the now. Use the past. It's there to serve you. You've had all these experiences, like on like a, a timeline. All these experiences create your character that you are now, but you choose what character that is. Is all the crap that happened going to make you stronger, or are you going to use it as your excuse to not show up today? This is the real question. And if I work with a depressed person or someone who's negative or someone who comes under pressure, you watch what's happening in their mind. You watch, but I'll tell you what's happening in their mind. At the front, big, bold, bright colours, everything there for why they're not good enough. Everything there, they picture in the future of it all going wrong, what people will say and look like. Everything there, big, colourful of what happened in the past, last time they screwed up. And at the back, tiny, (laughs) in black and white, is that victory they got a year ago that they forget to look at. Now, if I talk to a positive person, a person that's in the now and is just ready and seems to be really good under pressure, they're complete opposite. They've got their last win here, bold, big, bright in their mind. They can visit it anytime and ah, can fully experience it all over again. It's there for them. And then the negative stuff that they've had, if they've dealt with it, it's tiny. I just don't think about it anymore. Or I've used it. Because once you use a past experience, and I mean use it by sucking the life out of it. You suck the life out of it, this past experience I've got in my hand. You suck the life out of it by giving it a different meaning that helps you. So then it's like this. Or it could be big because you say, it's amazing, it's my making. But usually you diffuse the painful situations and they go back. And all you're focused on is what's got to be executed and the positive stuff. And a positive mental attitude is always there. But it's just that's there to give you. You back yourself. Nobody in this industry is going to back you. Your coach will. Obviously. <laughs> but you are the person that needs to back you the most. You are the one that needs to be your biggest fan. But if you're setting life up. You're setting your mind up to be your biggest critic. Because oh yeah look at this happened and that back then. So you're not worthy. You're going to be destroyed in this sport. You're going to be destroyed in life. If you want to set up a business, don't bother. If you're going in with that baggage, don't bother. And that's what it is. It's baggage. It's ballast. You're holding it. You're taking it into that next relationship. Don't bother. (laughs) I want you to release that bag. No matter what it is that's happened in your past, I want you to put that bag down. Open it. Take a look. See what you can learn from it. Close it and throw it in the goddamn lake. Get rid. It's not serving you if it's holding you back. It's serving you when you have a look and say, what could this give me? And you move on. You move on because you've got this one chance in life, this tiny nanosecond that you're here for to do pretty much whatever you want. And if you're destroying it, if you're tripping yourself up by thinking about everything that's back there, what are you doing? You're not looking forward. As a race driver, you've got to look forward because you're going at speed. You're going for the win. And if you're not looking forward, you're looking back and you're going to go. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to go under pressure, like watching your mirrors. You don't watch your mirrors when you're going forward in life. Remember that.